learning daft, yud, and aleph, we're beginning three lines from the top. So the Gemara said before, the Mishnah and Daftas, Amin Aleph said that according to Rishwim and Yochai, the Pshadin Muvas Liyuchaliskain is a Tamukhacham who was Parish Minataya. He was once a Tamukhacham and he left it. So on that note, the Gemara brings a Pasuk, Vilayetzi Vilaba Ein Shalom. The Pasuk is referring to the Zman of the Galus, people that are going, people that are coming, nobody has Shalom. But Amrav Rav says, Adrash, Kevin Shiyayti Adam Midvar Allah Allah Ramipa. When a person leaves his being Isaac in Dvar Allah, a person is learning Halacha and he stops and he begins to learn Mikra Psukim, so the Shuvain no Shalom. He's not going to have Shalom, he's not going to find peace in his learning. Rashi explains, you learn Halacha, so you have clear Maskanis, you have clarity in terms of the Halacha. And then you learn Mikra Psukim, so that's so far removed from the practical outcome of Halacha, what to do. You're going to be left without Shalom. Shmuel Amr Shmuel says something else. That parish be Talmud the Mishnah. It's referring to somebody who leaves Talmud and goes to learn Mishnah. He's Yotze from Talmud and he's Bala Mishnah. Talmud again is, Rashi explains, Talmud means the Limiyah of Gemara, which is explaining the Mishnahis, which is explaining contradiction, which is being Magia, the Mishnah. He's very telling you whether it's a Das Yachid, whether it's a Das Rabbim, and that's very clear in terms of halacha. You go to learn Mishnah and you get good at memorizing Mishnayis and knowing what the Mishnayis say, but you're not going to have any clarity in terms of what the halacha is. So again, you're going to be leaving this and going into that, you're not going to have shalom. Even when a person goes out from learning from learning one shas to another, he's also not going to have shalom. Rashi explains it means going from learning bavli, sorry, from learning Yushalmi to learning bavli. Because relative to Yushalmi, bavli is called amuk, it's very deep, it's very dark, it's very confusing. The person is used to Yerushalmi, and he starts to learn Bavli, he's going to lack Shalom. Taisa says that it could be also true the other way. When a person goes from learning something he's familiar with, and you know he knows his way around, and then he starts to learn a whole different kind of Limud, so it could be confusing. Says the Mishnah, The idea of Hetan Nedarim, that when a person makes a nether, he can go to the Chacham, and the Chacham can be matter the nether, it's Parchem Bavr, it's flying the air, they don't really have anything to rely on, meaning we don't really have a makar in the Pasuk for this Musak of Hetan Nadarim, because our Makabal, and that's how we know that it works. Silcha Shabbos, Lachas of Shabbos, Chagigos, Lachas of the Karim. Chagigos that we're learning about in this Mesechta of Amilis. Amilis is when a person steals, he takes things that are lying to Hektish and he uses them for himself. These things are like mountains, huge, very big, lots of Lachas, and they're hanging from a hair. In other words, there's very little for them to be supported by. Shein mikram what? There's very few psukim. Alachas muus, and there's a lot of alachas coming from those very few psukim, those very few words in Torah. Whereas hadinim, alachas mishpatim, va'avoidais, de'avoidais in the base of mikdash, hataharais, va'atumais, dinim of tahara, dinim of tuma, va'arayas, forbidden relationships, all of that, yezlum amah, shismechu. There's a lot for them to rely upon. There's many psukim written very. Clearly, it's elaborated upon in the Torah. And those are Gufe Torah. That's like the real Torah. So the Gemara is going to wonder. I mean, isn't everything Gufe Torah? So we'll see. Tanya, the Gemara brings a brisa that whereas the Mishnah said Hetar is suspended in the air and there's nothing for them to rely upon. They have what to rely upon. There's a Mukar in the Torah for Hetar What's the Mukar? Shemar it in the pasuk Kiyafli Kiyafli. It says twice, Rashi says once in the parasha of Arachim, when a person says he's going to give his air to the base of Megdash, and that's a kind of a netter. And also when it says he's going to make himself a Nazir, it says Kiyafli. So we have 
Hafla means, Kiafli means when a person is Mefarish. He's Mefarish, he speaks out that he's going to make a nether, but it says in the Torah twice. Why twice? Stay Pamim, Achas Hafla, this, or once the Hafla is the speaking out of the nether when he makes himself Asr. Achas, and the second time, it's Hafla the Heteret when he speaks it out to the Chacham when he's trying to get a Heteret. In other words, he explains to the Chacham exactly why he made the nether, when he made the nether, under what circumstances, and the Chacham realizes that. He regrets it, and he wouldn't have done it if this, if that. And then he finds an out, and that's the hetter. So this is the makar. But there's a second hafla. Besides the hafla, when he made the nether, there's a second hafla when he goes to the chacham, and he's mefarish to him, the nether, and the chacham gets him out of it. He says, There is what for them to rely upon. Remember, like it says in the Pasuk, in the Telem, Right? We say it in Kabbalah Shabbos. says, In my anger, they're not going to come to uh, Teret Yisrael. So why does the Pasuk say, I made the Shavu in my anger? The Pasuk is telling us, Ba'api nishmati. I only made the Shavu in my anger. I was upset, v'chazarti, and, and I was chazer from that anger. I changed my mood. I'm not angry anymore, and therefore I can get out of that netter. Again, the implication is, only because it's linked to the anger, there's a netter. But since it's linked to the anger, I can get out of it. There's something else for them to rely upon. Remember, like it says in the Pasuk, call nidiv Levi. It says anybody, or yeah, it says anybody whose heart motivated him to bring a gift on a David to the Beis Hamikdash to the Mishkan, so they brought it. So Rashi explains it means that not only at the outset when they decided, when they committed to bring it, were their uh, hearts may not even to bring, but even when they actually brought it. Anybody whose heart still motivates him and brings him to bring it, he brought it. But if his heart changed, if his mood changed, so he can get out of it. How does he get out of it? If he was makabul it upon himself, apparently he can get a heter for his nether. He says, there's what for them to rely on in the Pesukim, like it says in Yishvati, Va'akayema, David HaMelech says, I made a shvua, and I will be makayim the shvua, lishmar mishpatetit kacha, to keep the mishpatetim, the righteous laws of the Torah. What does it mean, I made a shvua, and I will keep it? It implies that you can have a situation where you make a shavua, you make a nether, and you don't keep it. Because there's a heter to the nether. I'm Rudim HaShemuel. Rudim says, If I would have been there, I'm in Amaira. If I would have been there with these Tanayim, when they were saying the different Makairas, that you could be saying, I would have said to them, My Makar, my source, it's better than your source. My Makar is what it says in the Pasuk of Nedarim itself. It says that, Lo Yachel Devaro. Person makes a nether, he shouldn't be Meichel's words, he shouldn't defile his words, meaning he shouldn't be over in his words. But it says that he shouldn't be Meichel's words. So you give him a diet. Who I know Meichel? The person himself, he can't defile his words, but other people can come along, the Chacham can come, and Meichel, they can be Meichel's words, they can undo and be Meichel's defile the words. In other words, they can take away the taikaf of the nether by being Matir the nether. Now, Amrav, Rav says, actually, the Kulu is Lupercha. To all of the different Yerushim, there's a pircha, there's a kasha. The barmi Shmuel, except for Shmuel's pshat, that's the pircha, there's no kasha on Shmuel's pshat. Dimir Rabbi Eliezer, if the makar is going to be what Rabbi Eliezer said, that it says kiyafli twice, and the second kiyafli is when he's mefarish the nether to the chacham to be mati nether, dilma could have Yehuda. Shalom Rabbi Rabbi Tarfan. No, maybe the extra kiyafli is written for the Allah of Rabbi Yehuda, what he said in the name of Rabbi Tarfan, the Tanya. Rabbi Yehuda, I remember Shmuel Rabbi Tarfan. What's he talking about? The Bryce is talking about an interesting case. You have two people that are sitting around, and they see somebody approaching them from a distance, and the one of them says, I'm a Nazir if this person is a Nazir. 
Meaning, I'm so sure he's a Nazir, I'm going to be a Nazir if he's talking a Nazir. The other says, nah, he's not a Nazir. I'm a Nazir if he's not a Nazir. I'm so sure he's not a Nazir, I'll be a Nazir if he's not a Nazir. Now, he's going to show up and he's going to either be a Nazir or not. If Huda says in the name of Rav Tarpan, actually, neither of these people are going to be a Nazir. Why? Why not? One of them should be a Nazir. Because Nazir is only given to somebody who's Mepharish. The Pasuk says twice, Kiyafli. To tell you that it has to be Mufurish, it has to be very clear from the outset that it is a Nazir. If when he makes the netter of Nazir, it's not so clear, it depends on something, and we don't know, we'll have to find out soon, that's not a good Kabbalah of Nazir. So that that's what we learn from Kiyafli. We don't learn about Hetin Nadar from there. Even of Yeshua, if the Makar is what Yeshua says, if the Pasuk says Nishbati Ba'api, maybe the Pasuk is saying something else. Ba'api Nishbati, I made the Shu on my anger, and that's it. Well, I don't mean, I'm not backing out, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I made it out of anger, but I'm stuck with it. I don't Who says it's a hetter for that? Even Rabbi Yitzchak, and if the Makar is what Rabbi Yitzchak says, that it says, anybody whose heart was still made out of him brought it. Maybe that Pasuk is not coming to say that it still needs to be that his heart is him at the time that he brings it. Maybe it's coming to tell you not like Shmuel. Because Shmuel says, if a person is is he decides, he commits himself, but only in his heart, it's not a commitment. He has to say it with his mouth. And if he doesn't say it with his mouth, according to Shmuel, he's not bound by his commitment. And maybe this Pasuk is coming to tell you, no, even if he didn't say it, it's simply in a deep libo. It was only a commitment in his heart, even though he didn't say it. But since he committed to it in his heart, he did it. That's what the Pasuk is saying. The people, even without saying it, simply committing to it in their hearts, they carry through with it, because that is taka, enough of a commitment, not like Shemua. And if the Makor is what from Chanani ben Achiv Yeshua said, that the Pasuk says, I made the Shemua, and I will keep the Shua, so it seems like you don't necessarily have to keep it, you can be Mati Nether. Maybe Dilma could have Gidalam Raf. Maybe that Pasuk is saying something else, like Rav Gidalam Raf. How do you know that a person, it's either a mitzvah to be Nishba, or it's okay to be Nishba, or you should do it, in order to encourage himself and to force himself to Makai Mitzvah. Like it's a it's a good way to to ensure that you do it. Shenemer, like it says, Nishbati Vakayema Lishbamish B'Tetiv Gacha. I'm going to make a shvua. I should make a shvua, and that was the the step that I took to ensure that I would be Makayim the mitzvahs. So those Mahalchim all have kashas. El the Shmuel asli pircha, but the Makar of Shmuel that it says LeYachel Devaro that he shouldn't be Meichel, but others could that. Has no pircha. Am Ravas. Ravas said, "Vitem Rav Nachum Yitzchak." Or some say it was Rav Nachum and Yitzchak who said it. Hainu Darmish. This is what people say. Tava Chada Papalta Charivta. It's better one hot pepper, little small hot pepper is much better. Mimali Tzana Dekai from a whole basket full of gourds, you know, cold, not sharp things. So here you have all these pshatim, all these great pshatim, but the one pshat of Shmuel didn't have a pircha. The Mishnah said that Hilcha Shabbos was like Harari, like mountains, hanging by a hair's breadth. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? I mean, Hilchah Shabbos, a lot of it's written, the Torah talks about, not the Malacha, Zachar, Shamar. What do you mean that it's Tulim B'Saira? Light, Tzvicha, like Rabbi Yabba. Now the Gemara says, no, what we're talking about, we're talking about what Rabbi Yabba said. Then Rabbi Yabba, Hachai, for Guma B'Shabbos, a person digs a pit on Shabbos. That's a Malacha. It could be Baina, he's going to build there. It could be Chaifer, maybe in, in a field. But whatever it is, it ain't sorry, he doesn't need the pit. 
He needs the dirt. He's digging a pit. He doesn't need the pit to build. He needs it for the dirt. He's potter, but he's potter. So that idea that when you do a malacha, but since he didn't need it, so your potter, that's a great har, and it's tali nasaira. So the Gemara wonders, first of all, come on, who's list two according to? Rabbi Shimon this is like Rabbi Shimon, the Amar, Malacha, Rabbi Shimon holds that when you do a Malacha and you don't need it for the Malacha itself, you're Patra. In other words, here you built, you dug a guma, but you didn't need the building, you needed just the dirt. So according to Rabbi Shimon, you're Patra. Because Rabbi Shimon holds that if you do a Malacha, you dig a pit, and you don't need the pit, you just need the dirt, you're Chayat. So the mission is only according to Rabbi Shimon. So the Gemara says, no, not necessarily. This mission could even be true according to. Rabbi Yehuda, because in the case that Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing about, that's a different case when somebody moves a, moves a maze from one building, it's inside, he moves them outside to bury him or whatever. So there, Rabbi Shimon says that you're pater, but there are kopanim you're attacking, there you're accomplishing something, you're getting rid of the maze. But here you don't need the hole in the ground, you don't need this for building, so it's a kilko. It's no good to have a hole in the ground if you don't need it. According to Yehuda, you'd also be potter when you're digging a pit and you don't need the pit, you just need the dirt because you're considered to be makalpa. Now, my Karayan claim is, why is it like a mountain that's hanging by a hair's breadth? It's a mountain, it's a very chash of alacha. But why is it hanging by a hair's breadth? Because what's the reason why you're potter? What's the makar that a malachas in gufa or that makalko is potter? Because malachas machsheves asr tara. The tara only asked a malachas machsheves, a malacha that's chashuv, a malacha that was thought out, there's many different dinim that we learn from Malachas Machshavas. So here we're saying that when it's Mekalko, when it's destructive, that's not Malachas Machshavas, that's not Malachas Chashuva, that's not saying that you're chayef for on Shabbos. Malachas Machshavas like Siva, but this concept of Malachas Machshavas, it's not written anywhere in the Torah. The Torah talks about Malachas, it doesn't talk about Malachas Machshavas. How do you know it altogether? Because in Malachas HaMishkan it says, Malachas Machshavas, that when you built the Mishkan, it was Involving Malachas Machshavas. And the parish of the Mishkan in Vayakil is written next to Shmir Shabbos. So we learn from there that just like the Mishkan was constructed with the Malachas Machshavas, so Elcha Shabbos, the Malachas that are also in Shabbos, are only Aser when they are in Malachas Machshavas. So this is a great higher, great mountain, a really important halacha. So many dinim in Shabbos are telling this concept of Malachas Machshavas, and it's telling Yosaira, it's telling the hair's breadth, the Hekish to the Musag of Malachas Machshavas, it's written by the Mishkan.